Hey yo! Welcome to Fresher and Parlance show episode number ninety-six, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. I am Fresher. As it says and I, I am Parlance. We're totally mixing it up this week. Oh man, I'm I'm on my uh my laptop now like i have it set up with my multi monitor setup or whatever but it's lame because um it says that i ran out of usb resources so i can't have my sound card and my camera plugged in at the same time so like i had to skip the microphone and just use the camera microphone which so sorry if i don't sound like it even though i don't know if anyone cared how it sounded before anyways well <laughs> And I am using an older, uh, my older laptop because I had to, um, I had uh, I had to run the, uh, the the show open today. So my sound is probably going to be. So that's why. Me. That's why you did it. Well, that now was um, throwing me under the bus. This is this like uh, pressure couldn't get it together, so I had to use my old laptop because. But that's the only reason. No, it's not the only reason because the other one right? was choppy. But luckily, you're. By the way, you're ruining the show magic. FYI, we were, we wasn't throwing you under the bus at all. I was seeing how we were cooperating and get cooperating and get everything uh, together in time, on on time. So anyway, uh, so it's been two weeks. Uh, I think yeah. we're going to be kind of like on and off for the next couple like months or so because we're going to be just kind of like Summertime. unavailable. Yeah, Summertime. Exactly. Exactly. But we are That's still planning day. some. Something special for the hundredth episode. I mean, we're um, hoping to plan something special. <laughs> ruining the magic. Ruining the magic. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, fresher, you were away. You were in Japan. I was. I went to Japan to hang out with my friends. It was fun. If anyone happens to be listening, hey guys, what's up? And yeah. uh, also, just hate everyone else. I mean, really. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I, I realized that I I hadn't po- I hadn't posted this video on Facebook at this point. We were so we were so caught up with dealing with stuff that we, I didn't we even just post it on get Facebook. It to work at all. I so, know. So while while you're talking about your channel, yeah. I mean, you'd be on here. But so yeah, I was in Japan. It was pretty fun and stuff. But um, what did I do? I hung out with my friends and uh, went to Tatori is the where I went to high school and hung out with my host family there that I still keep in touch with. They have, it was really fun. I haven't seen them in a couple of years. And uh, I went to like the restaurant supply district. I thought that was cool and rode a, I never, ooh, never did that before. <laughs> what was that? That was, that was Jeff. Getting into some shenanigans over there. I don't know what he's doing. Jeff got a haircut too, by the way. But yeah, no, Japan was cool. And then uh, then I went for a weekend trip the weekend after I got back to Long Beach, which was cool. Went horse riding and did a lighthouse tour of like Cape Disappointments. I mean, I didn't actually tour the lighthouse. I just like, there's several lighthouses, I guess two lighthouses and so i went to both of them and i consider it a lighthouse tour but uh that was my um exciting trips 
That's pretty exciting. I mean, going to I, you know, I heard you discussing this in a uh, a call, and you weren't really super talking up. Your you're like, yeah, I'm not even sure I'm going to go back, or I don't know if I even want to travel. <laughs> it was like you totally undersold like your experience with Japan. Why potentially you would find it slightly not as exciting as someone who potentially maybe had never been there before. So my future recommendation to you would be sell it hard, man. You got to sell it. You got you were not many people get to go out and do these things and and experience these things. So even you going to a restaurant supply district which like that's where you are in Japan right now. You've been to Tokyo so many times. You're like now going to to like like the restaurant supply district because you've exhausted all of the traditional tourists. You got to just, you know, sell that. Sell it hard, man. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, I don't know. I'm not good at talking about stuff that I do in general, as we've talked about on the show. But I, yeah, it was, it was fun and stuff. Um, I because I think I think what you do is and what you're doing is exciting, and I think even if it's not exciting to you, I think people still want to hear about it. That's all I'm saying. I know. It's thanks, thanks, because we care. Thanks, sure. everybody, and Parlance. So. Um, <laughs> But speaking of caring, uh, so this morning I am uh, driving into the office. Uh, I had a meeting, so I was actually coming a little late, and uh, I had uh, you know just dropped off the wife, and I was coming down Fifth Avenue, and I got a beep beep breaking news alert on my phone that said pop star Prince uh, passes away or whatever, something like that. Now, uh, for sure, I know I had told you this earlier, and. I, I have always been a really giant supporter of Prince. Okay? Yeah, so, I mean, he's a pretty, pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy. Uh, now, I'm not going to say I'm a super fan. So let's not... No? Admit, I'm, no, I'm not a super fan. As a matter of fact, I had a number of times to go see him uh, live. Uh, yeah. The last time he was here in Seattle, it was more of an intimate showing, but the tickets were sold out really fast, and they were really expensive. And I never went because it was really expensive, and I just didn't want to pay... Uh, the money, but I would I would listen to his music, you know, all the time. I I was um, now remember I'm not as I'm not if I were like ten years older I think Prince would even be more influential in my life because I would have got yeah. that early '80s uh, kind of Prince you know iconic bl- Purple Rain uh, era Sign of the Times kind of stuff. Um, but I've all even still I've I was I was more of a you know kind of the man formerly known as Prince. That's when I kind of sort of like yeah. began to, to appreciate him, and uh, and so when I got the news, I immediately called my wife because my wife knows that I care about Prince, and I said Prince is dead, and then yeah. I hung up because she was busy. <laughs> and, really, it was the text. It, it no. warned a full on call. Well, actually, I had a way to call on in the car without oh, having. Yeah. To, Right, so it was easier for me to call without actually causing an accident than it would be to actually uh, text that Prince is dead. And yeah. I needed to talk. I needed to talk to someone because, frankly, I was in. I was in. Sh- I was in shock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So even I even caught wind because if I saw a Prince story, because you know, in the later years of Prince's, I guess now life, you know, because he's gone, um, he got pretty religious and a little weird. I mean, I thought he was always weird, but, like, in a good way. Right. Well, he was weird, but not, like, Jehovah Witness kind of weird. Wait, was he Jehovah Witness? He was. He was very, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he was a bit of a Christian, a bit of a Christian guy. And uh, he's come on and said stuff about chemtrails and and conspiracy stuff and things like that. So, um, 
it's interesting uh, just because even with that, and because I didn't fully support that 100%, and there's a great Kevin Smith video where he talks about where Prince told him to come and he wanted him to shoot a documentary and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, and if I urge all of you to go listen to that. It's like a 30-minute YouTube video where he talks about meeting Prince and how that all didn't work out. Um, it didn't work out? No, it didn't work out. He got fired, I think. Um, Prince got fired? He got fired from doing the documentary about Prince. No, Kevin Smith got fired by Prince because Prince did not like his work. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, um, well, well, I guess my point is is that I've always been a, a big fan. And I don't – so when David Bowie passed away, I, I, I'm honestly thinking right now um, there's maybe only one other musical artist that would have upset me. Uh, in the same would no that would at this point in my life there's only maybe I think one artist that would I would be as upset about if they passed away and that's Paul McCartney so it was literally Paul McCartney and Prince those were my two remaining kind of like musical icons that uh, I personally um, was interested in what about uh, Britney Spears I I wouldn't care I mean I can't I would care in the sense that it's tragic what if anyone died. Again, it's not going to, it's not even going to be close. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not even close. I'm, I'm not joking. I was listening to people. So I was streaming, uh, you know, msnbc.com when I came into the office and there people were just talking about Prince and I'm not going to lie. I, I teared up. I teared up and I had to hide my, I had to hide my tears in the office because it was, it was very upsetting to me. And I, I, I la- people, well, it's not. It's it's weird because I don't know if it is understandable because I never met the man. I don't know anything about him. Probably though, because he he played a part in your life. So you don't have to meet someone for them to do that. Well, I feel like to have a more personal, intimate relationship with someone, uh, it's you generally have to meet them. But I guess in this case, I didn't. So um, not when they're opening up their soul and their music to you, right? Well, it's weird because, like I said, I didn't pr- actually sort of like agree with where he was now in his life, but it still was bothersome that he passed away. So uh, I I realize now that since Fresher, you don't really know much about Prince. Uh, really. Not like a lot. I like a lot of my friends are Prince fans. Have you know heard some stuff? Right. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna like kind of like give you some like things that uh, that really kind of stick out. Um, factoids. Yeah, just stuff. If not factoids, just like things that I find impressive about Prince. So, like, for instance, like things maybe people don't know, but you know, Purple Rain, the original album cut. Yeah, that's actually a live performance, and it was only like I think it was the second time they ever performed it, and that and they only chopped out like I think one verse. Yeah, and and every now and again, that thing finds its way to the internet. Okay, so it's like a 13-minute version of that song. Yeah. Um, and But Prince is super protective, and this is kind of another thing about Prince, is that he was very, very protective about his rights and, and, his, and his music, and he would copyright infringe all of those things whenever they found them, their way onto YouTube. Um, so you, it would, he would like, call it out, right? He would get them removed from, from yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like one of those rare moments where there's a bunch of print stuff right now on on YouTube because it's kind Everyone, of like, it's just like you can't stop that flow. Yeah, you can't stop the flow. So in fact, that the first performance, which I don't think I've ever seen, the first performance of Prince's performing of Purple Rain is now on YouTube right now as we speak. 
Um, and uh, so secondly, uh, he changed his name. I didn't realize why he changed his name. And uh, I probably should have known this, but I didn't. I, mean, I knew the stuff about why he changed his name. Yeah, I didn't realize like the reason like, why he did it in the because of Sony and stuff. Uh, yeah, because he he changed his name to get out of his contract. Which, yeah, uh, yeah. And that's I think that's why he was formally known until he fixed up the legal stuff, and then he went back. Well, th- yeah, but that was something like fourteen years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even l- later than that, because I think they didn't resolve it until twenty fourteen. Um, and they said so, that, that, like, um, I remember they had interviews with his wife or something, like, because he was just the symbol, and like he it didn't have a name that he was called, so he was just formally known as Prince. Yeah, the artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah, but like, um, they we're asking his wife what they said, and she, I can't remember her answer, but she had a funny answer. And um, he also, so that's another, I mean, people know about that, I guess, but I didn't, he performed with the word slave written across his face because he felt he was a slave to the, uh, to the, to the record labels. Um, and then uh, he constantly recorded. So they're saying now that there's probably hundreds and hundreds of finished Prince tracks that were never released, ever. Oh, really? Ever. I didn't that. That's crazy. So apparently, now that he's passed away, there's it's unclear because he doesn't have an heir, right? So he's no longer married, and the child that they did had died at, like, an in infancy. So yeah. No na- I didn't no- know that until today. So he's no natural heir, so the question is going to be who's going to control the estate of Prince? Because it's I'm now- sure he has a legal person for it. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Because as you know, when Michael Jackson passed away, yeah. um, a lot of the stuff was put in the hands of the, his siblings and children, but it was really mainly handled by a ma- this lawyer guy. And um, I, I, I think we've talked about this on other episodes, but um, the Michael Jackson estate, which was like millions and millions and millions of dollars in debt when he passed away, is now yeah. worth up, upwards of like $5 billion. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I imagine the same thing is going to be, happen to Prince. And uh, except you know, Prince, he wasn't in debt, was he? No, he wasn't in debt. And I, but I, and he was also super private. So from what I gather, uh, he did. He was super charitable. He started an organization for urban uh, coders. Did you know this? Like for um, this is all coming out. Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, I forget the name of it. It was something like Code, like not Code Academy, but effectively teaching. Uh, computer code to uh, city city folk. City I did kids. not know that. Yeah, because he said that that he wanted to. He felt like music wasn't the way to go. It was like if you want to make a difference, you had to be technological and and uh, and be able to write computer language. And um, he was uh, apparently super charitable in the sense that people would run out of money, you would loan them money. Uh, yeah. Musical musical artist. So I think we're going to start to hear more and more about Prince as a quote unquote. Uh, uh, the human side of the human side, the philanthropic side of Prince, and maybe yeah. we'll get and maybe we'll get to hear some of this early stuff because I guess it goes it doesn't just go back to you know where he was because he recorded every day. Yeah. Um, it goes back to like the early '80s. All this stuff he still has it. He never released it, so we'll see. There could I be wonder some... how he stores it because like it would be hard to manage that much music like in any sort of organized way. I'm not really sure. Um, I think from what I understand, and I think Kevin Smith talks about it, he had a massive vault with the, the, the tape. And it was, it was tape. A, Yeah, I think some of it was, the early stuff is on tape. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe this could be. We'll maybe we'll get. I think we're going to get Prince songs for quite some time uh, now that he's. I wonder who managed doing that. I mean, like he probably had a plan. I'm guessing. Yeah, we'll see. That's what I'm saying. So there's some stuff, and I mean, it's even weird. Like he, they say he died of the flu. No one really dies of the flu. So is there some like Jehovah's Witnesses not use medicine or something? It's possible. Uh, They said they found him in his. So there were some details. They said they found him in his elevator. Apparently, he had an elevator. Um, and I saw the story that his plane had to make an emergency landing like three or four days ago, uh, because he, he had the flu. Um, and of course I paid attention to it cause I always look at whatever Prince is, you know, I see a Prince story, I read it. And I was yeah. like, cause I remember reading and go after reading the story, I remember going, woof, glad he's okay. Kind of thing, you know? And, uh, and then to hear this, it was, it was, it was pretty shocking. So uh, there's a couple iconic moments uh, that I wanted to talk about. The uh, when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, or, or George actually it was when George Harrison got inducted to the Hall of Fame. He played yeah. a guitar. He played a guitar solo on "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." That is, in my mind, one of the greatest guitar solos I think I've ever seen. Yeah, um, you should definitely check it out if you haven't checked it out. Uh, I'm, when I mean you, I mean everyone who's listening. Just type in. Prince, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And and just, if you don't like the Beatles or George Harrison, just skip to three minutes and 30 seconds in. That's where he begins his guitar solo. And it's roughly two minutes of electrifying stuff. Um, and then also the Super Bowl uh, performance in 2007. Oh, uh, that was huh? That was not a very good Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, it's one of the worst Super Bowls ever. Uh, and uh, the uh, he played the halftime performance in the pouring rain, and and um, played a very great uh, rendition with like a kind of like child, uh, like a band and a kind of like a choir singing "Purple Rain." He sang a medley, like a ten minute medley of his his best songs. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway. I'm, I was pretty upset. I'm still upset. I don't want to say I'm still upset, but you know, I'm still affected by it. Uh, I'll move on as we all should and will. Um, but it's, I think, a great time for those of you who have never really given a uh, or thought of Prince as a um, potentially a side act or a an act that wasn't to be taken seriously. He he is important. He uh, he he was a black artist at a time. Uh, when doing things that potentially were sort of like soul, but he mixed uh, kind of like soul and rock. He was uh, a, a genre unto himself. He was a, mu- a talented musician, an expert in, in, I think, something ridiculous amount of, of instruments. Yeah. He's a very talented guy. And, um, and I think uh, his place now in music history will be uh, firmly cemented. And uh, I guess this is just me saying uh, thank you, Prince, for all you've done, and uh, rest in peace. Uh, and I uh, hope uh, everything's, if you believe in that sort of thing, everything's going okay over there, buddy. So <laughs> that's it. I'm, I'm really upset. I'll, we, I was thinking maybe we'll close the show with a Prince song for, while I'll find it. But I think it's a good idea. But yeah, it's I don't like I said. There's very few artists out there that I I care about, and he was one of them. So.
Yeah. Uh, so, uh, baseball started. Did you go see any games? Oh, What's yeah, you? baseball. Uh, no, I missed out. I was going to go to the Mariners opening ga- game in Seattle here, but I was out of town. I actually had, had tickets, and then I just didn't make it. But I'll go uh, to San. Yeah, you may or may not know, I'm a Phillies fan, and boy, oh, boy, are they terrible. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, so... I, I, I don't even think we've talked about this before. So I've been a MLB premium subscriber for the last, like, five years, four years or something like that. Well, that's the thing. I've been – well, it's actually probably more than that. T-Mobile, you get it for free or something. I was just going to say. So um, I've done it since probably 2006-ish. No, maybe 2007, um, where I moved, I moved out here and I wanted to watch the Phillies, so I got that that uh, package. Um, And so it's, it's like, it's been auto renewing and last, so the Phillies have been terrible since their kind of world series run. And uh, last year I made the decision. I'm like, cause they always get you. They, they auto renewed me last year. And so I was like, screw that. I didn't even want to do it. And then I was reading the thing. It's like no refunds. They were just like, I was like, whatever. I'll just, it's like satellite radio all over again. Exactly. So, so, so what I did, as soon as they re- redid it and they and they said you won't get any money back, blah 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 blah. I just went into my account and I saw I had a credit card. I just removed that credit card from my account, and uh, so this year there was no auto renew. And I was like, I was I was perfectly perfectly happy not dealing with baseball this year at all because I knew they were going to be terrible. But then yeah. I saw as a T-Mobile customer, I saw that they. Um, that they were offering free MLB Premium, which is like a hundred and twenty dollar deal. Yeah, so I, I just signed that much. So I just, I think so you I just, just get it. you don't have to sign up or anything, right? No, you had so all you had to do was click a link, and yeah. then, and then like I already had an account, so it was literally click a link and click a button, and you got it for with no no problems whatsoever. And that's just like you had before, like you can watch it online or whatever. Yeah, so now I have the exact, yeah, I can listen to it on the radio or whatever. I'm, you know, on streaming audio, but, you know, on my phone, I could just listen to the game if I want or watch the game. I could watch it on any of my OTT devices with the Xbox yeah. One or, or the... the Does it the, have all the games or what? It has every game. So the only thing you can't watch is um, you can't watch the local team. So I can't watch the Seattle Mariners, but I could do that anyway because I have cable. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I I'm only watching the Phillies. So, um, so that that that's not a problem for any sort of geo. They lock you out of your local geo, but you can still listen to the radio broadcast if you wanted to of your local team. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's every game. It's the home the home video feed, the away video feed, and then the audio feeds of the home and away wow, plus. Yeah, it's a lot. Do you think and that baseball is getting less or more popular? Baseball is getting less popular, and I think that's why T-Mobile, you doing the T-Mobile thing was huge for them because it's going to open up their viewership. And then secondly, um, I just don't think they have – they have a bunch of young stars right now, baseball does. Yeah. But but they're not like uh, – they just – they have to – their game is not sexy. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So – um, it needs something, and I and maybe this is like a good uh, this this T-Mobile deal is good for them because they'll it get a lot like, of. I mean, it might just be because I'm in Seattle, but it seems like football is just getting more and more popular. 
Football is by far the biggest sport in America. But it seems like it's getting bigger. It's, Especially since fantasy. There didn't used to be that much stuff for fantasy. I feel like fantasy baseball used to be, like, bigger. Well, fantasy baseball is pretty much the first... They called it rotisserie baseball. That was the first fantasy game because the people who like baseball and also you have a sample size of 162 games, you know? Yeah, so you have a lot... Yeah. Yeah, you have tons of data. So that was like the first fantasy sport. Um, but then with football and the evolution of the internet and the accessibility of, of data and kind of like the ease of which... more stats and stuff in football now, I think. Well, it's not even that. I'll, give you, I'll be honest with you. Having played fantasy sports probably since... Nine, I'm going to date myself here. 1993. Yeah. Okay. Um, I quit doing fantasy baseball. Oh yeah, and I'll tell and I'll tell you because the problem is is that it requires day to day maintenance of your roster. Yeah, and it's like goes forever, and it goes from April to the last weeks of like sometimes even in October it could go that far like all the way to October. Yeah. So it's and day to day I don't I don't have the time for that and that's why I think football is so is so good. It's like one game on Sunday when you're probably not doing anything anyway. <laughs> And there's only 16 of them, you know? It's not 162 plus add in. If your team goes to the playoffs, you could watch, like, potentially another 14, like, uh, 14 plus another, like, almost another 20 games if they're, like, a wild card and play everything. To, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. From, yeah. We, yeah. We got a tweet here from Tom. He says, hate to agree yet again, but parlance is right. Baseball is less popular. 162 games. Hashtag tedious. It's, yeah. I mean, here's what I will say. The one thing that that makes baseball di- different than many other games in the United States is that there's no clock, okay? Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, so the game is decided by the players themselves, right? The play of which they, how good or how bad they are. So um, that in and of itself is the unique trait of baseball, but that in and of itself is the reason why baseball can... Wait, how does it have to do with how good or bad they are? I mean, it just seems like it is more... Like, there's not that much variance. Well, here's, I mean, like, here's, it's like, pretty much you just get everything on errors. No, that's like, not there's true. There's no perfect play. Like, where, like, if there's... If the... Like, you assume that the defense is good and then the offense like you have to hit the exact spot to like maybe get it and then maybe get a run but like usually you only get runs off of like errors like someone like dropping it like when they're trying to catch it or whatever like that like that's the only way you get bases really okay your description of baseball is that's not true run score all the time not caused by errors first off those those are called unearned runs and there are plenty of earned runs and secondly, what I mean is there's no countdown to, like, there's no, like, this quarter is 15 minutes and we play four of those. If, oh, you, yeah. can't, if you can't get an out, that game will go forever. You yeah, understand? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if you can't get an out or if you can't beat the other team, if you stay tied, the game could go forever. Yeah, yeah. There's no rules to that. So that's so why it, I'm saying. that doesn't have anything to do with skill. Sure it does. A pitcher, if a pitcher continues to throw balls over and over and over again, there will be no outs. 
And so therefore the game will go on forever. So there's an inherent skill. Uh, because that means I'm saying he has no skill. I'm saying you have to have skill. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. I, I just don't think that the skill thing play comes into play any more than another sport. Uh, yes, I'm saying that the 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 quality of the pitching and the quality of the hitting, yeah, gen- generally dictates the length of a baseball game. Oh, so if they're better, it lasts longer. No, well, if the pitcher is better, the sprints. Like, I mean, no. yeah, no, yeah. The, a, the, yeah. here's the thing: the better the pitchers for both teams, the faster the game. You need to make that rhyme for it to be true. Okay. The better the pitcher, the better the nitcher. <laughs> the better the pitching, the less the bitching. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But yeah, baseball, man. Yeah, Funny. so anyway, yeah, I've been watching the Phillies, and they're terrible. They're so <laughs> terrible. They... um. If they're so bad that you, as a as a fan, you actually cheer when they get a base hit, like a basic base hit, like just a single. You're like, oh, they got a hit. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So baseball happened, and uh, before we get in, there's some news of the Ooh. week. I want them to, yeah, go ahead. Also, baseball. Uh, two more notes I was going to mention. First off, Tom says uh, Fresher describes baseball as a Martian mite, alien life form. And uh, I was surprised this year. I saw that uh, Ichiro is now playing for Miami. He played for them last year, too. I didn't know that. I thought he still played for New York. No, he was let go, uh, I believe, the end of two seasons ago. Did he? He's just, like, not doing good, and but, like, moving around just to move around, right? He's moving around because he's old and not many people want to put him on their team. Why doesn't he come back to Seattle? But they probably don't want him. Oh, they yeah. probably don't want him. Um, so uh, last year, Ichiro batted a career-worst 229. What? Yeah. Why does he even he, keep playing? I mean, it's not well, like he needs money. He needs – well, I, I'll tell you why. I think he's trying to get – he's 60 hits away from 3,000. Oh, which is – oh, yeah, that's pretty good. And that's a milestone. Now, to be fair, Ichiro did play, I think, five or six seasons in uh, Japan. Oh, whoa, I take that back. He played from 1992 to 2000 in Japan. Oh, yeah. And so he played uh, one, two, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine seasons and had over 1,200, almost 1,300 hits in that league. <laughs> yeah. And so he really he if he played his entire career in the in the majors, yeah, he would be the all time leading hit hits hit hit leader. I think if he got three thousand or what? No, no. If he if he if you were to take his Japan stats and put them with his major oh, yeah, league stats, yeah. yeah. Let me see. Pete Rose, I think, is the all time hits leader. So let me see how many hits he has. Pete Rose has 4,256 hits. If you were to look at Ichiro, he would have 3,000. Uh, no, he'd still be a little short. He'd still be a little short. That would be 4,000 and, like, just just under over 4,200. 
he would need 200 and some more hits. So yeah, Pete Rose is do it. do it. You can't, dude. Ichiro has been playing baseball since 1992. He's so old. Like <laughs> he's four. He's 42 years old. It's not that bad. He's 40. Oh, but but this year he's batting 389. So far. Yeah, he's having a good year. It's cool. He probably like probably kicked it up a notch. I still probably... didn't finish the last season of uh, Eastbound and Down. I like I stopped like three or four episodes in. Oh, I'm I'm so far behind. I, I from in that show like it was where he was somewhere in Mexico and decided. To, yeah, that I, was that's the point. yeah, that's where I'm at. Where he decides to leave Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, so I got. I, is that show worth watching all the way through? I think so. Oh, I don't know about the last season, but at least the second season is. The third season, maybe. The fourth is the last one. Okay. The third right. season is the one where he has like a kid and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what that is at all. I I didn't see that at all. Um. So uh, I just one thing I wanted to you know normally I I talk about books and I'm like oh you got to read this book or that book yeah or I know I got to read more books I haven't I also don't really have any uh, good topics by the way that's right I, like I read everybody I kind of try to get the computer to work <laughs> I read I read this novel called um, the remaining and it's a six part it's a six series it's a what is that six part novel it's like six novels. Yeah. And it was getting all this crazy good reviews on Goodreads, on Amazon. Crazy good reviews. It wasn't available in the local library, so I just bought it because book one was only $1.99 on Amazon. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping it was going to be good um, because, you know, I was rooting for this guy because he, he became a sensation, this author, because he self-published on Amazon and became a huge hit. And then, like, a publisher picked him up to finish the remainder of the series. Yeah, uh, but oh, uh, it was it was there were so many plot holes in this book I couldn't even take it. It was ridiculous. I don't know. I could tell it was self published. It and the only reason why I would continue to read the novel, which I'm not saying I'm going to, but the only reason I would continue this novel is it unnecessarily leaves on a stupid cliffhanger. It is so dumb. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> You should just read the spoiler. Like, there's probably some sort of review for everything that happens. It's true. I probably should just read the spoilers. Um, but whew, uh, it's terrible. Oh, you know what else I wanted to talk about is, um, do you use our library system at all? Uh, I haven't since, like, I was in school. Okay. Well, um, they introduced uh, Hoopla. I don't know if you know what Hoopla is. But... I do not. It's an Android app, but it's also, I think, on many of other mobiles, uh, devices, iOS, iPad, whatever. Yeah. But it allows you to take out um, eight movies, CDs, or whatever, albums, or comic books for the month. And there's no, like, wait list or anything. If, so if you want it, you just get it. That's cool. So, like, they have unlimited licenses on those things? I think the, the limit is the eight. So you can only take out eight things a month. No, no, I mean for, like, multiple people. Like, yeah, what if so everyone I, in the whole city took out all eight? Like, usually it's, like, you have to wait for the license to come up, you know? Yeah, that's how it is for the their novels, like, their e-books, but not yeah. for the comic, the comic books and stuff. It's pretty crazy. That is pretty so, crazy. So, yeah, so my recommend... I started reading The Walking Dead again. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
because all of them are on there. And then you just look at it in the app? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's effectively just a PDF reader at that point. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that's what I'm telling you about it. It's great. You should check it out. Uh, I'll probably check it out, yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done their movies or their, um, their audio yet, like their music. Um, and then I think it's 21-day day, uh, rental. So, but yeah, check it out. And what's cool is, is if you, t- uh, so for instance, I haven't taken anything out in April yet. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting, I'm going to wait until like, uh, you know, maybe, t- I don't know, tomorrow or the next day. And I'm going to take out a bunch because then it'll go all the way into May. And then I could just take, it's not going to count toward my May takeouts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it a month cutoff or is it like a 30 day cutoff? It's a month. It's a month. It's a month cutoff, not a 30 day cutoff. Oh yeah. That is, that's, that is cool. Well, it's not. It's not like it's going to cut it off. Like the the the. I get to keep it for twenty one days. Can you but, just check it out again? I mean, like. Yes. So this is my point. So this is what I was getting at. Let's say there's like I don't know. You get eight rentals and there's sixteen trade paperbacks you want to read. What yeah. I'm saying is, is that if you take out the first eight on the twenty fifth, six yeah. days six days later on the first of the month or whatever, seven days later, you could just take out the remaining eight. And then you'll have it for pretty much all, you'll have all the books and you can read them all in one shot. It's pretty cool. Yep. So work it, check it out. It's called Hoopla. And you have to go to the King County uh, library system to check it oh, out. Oh, it's King County. It's not Seattle. Yeah, either one. Either one. They, oh, both, yeah. they, both, they both work. Yeah. Um, uh, so other news is uh, Harriet, cool. Tubman, Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. The Tubman thing. I did see that. Ah, uh, shoot, I was going to mention two other things. I thought I'd bust in because I knew I'd forget, and then I did forget. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, Harry Tubman. Yeah, so what's your thoughts, Harry Tubman, on the $20 bill? Pretty cool. I think that just changing the $20 bill will be cool. So do you think it's interesting that Thomas Jefferson... Uh, not Thomas Jefferson. Who is it? Who's who's? Oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm spacing on... No, that's 100, right? No, it was Andrew Jackson. Oh, yeah, Jacksons. Andrew Jackson was a slave owner. Yeah. And now he's getting replaced with a, free, a person who was freeing slaves. That's cool. Yeah, so it's interesting. You know, there was a lot of... So I don't know if you know this, but there was a lot of hubbub around uh, getting women or minorities on our currency. And oh, they said... That was the whole thing of it, right? Right. So they were going to replace Alexander Hamilton because he wasn't the he wasn't a president and they were going to replace him on the 10. And people went a little bonkers because they were like, ah, the 10. No one even uses the 10. Why don't we make a statement and put someone on the 20? Yeah, that's why it is the most important currency we have. Right. And so they were like, no, we're going to do the 10. We're going to do the 10. But then Hamilton, the musical got really famous and popular. And that put the rose, the, 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 the profile of Alexander Hamilton, and everyone was, like, complaining that they shouldn't get rid of Hamilton because he was such this prominent figure in American history. <laughs> so they, so they, what they actually did was, like, fine, we'll replace Andrew Jackson on the 20, which was a kind of a win-win. The, the whiners who said, oh, we don't, want on the ten, we don't want Alexander Hamilton off the 10, yeah. and ten, the $10 bill kind of sucks anyway, 
And so they moved they moved Andrew Jackson to the back of the bill. They put Harry Tubman in the front. But and then on the, another side or flip side of that is they're actually going to put five women on the back of the ten dollar bill. Did you know that? Oh really? Does this put five? They're going to put five women on the back of the ten dollar bill. And some of these women I didn't even really know. And I was going to read them to you, and I was going to guess if you knew who they were. Oh yeah, I'll see if I, I'm pretty sure I won't. I don't know like anything about anything basically. Okay, so do, do you, so let's see. Do you know who Lucretia Mott is? I do not. Who is Lucretia Mott? She was a Quaker from Massachusetts who was an abolitionist and fighter for women's suffrage who, along with others, formed the Philadelphia Female Anti-Slavery Society and along with Elizabeth held the first women's rights convention of 1848 held in Seneca, New York. Interesting. Okay, so that's one. So the next so one is together, like the R Mount Rushmore, only on the thing. I I don't. They, they haven't really revealed the design yet. They just revealed the people. I wonder if they're going to add colors. Um, possibly. Um, I think they will. But I mean, they've already introduced some color on. I think the twenty. So why not? Yeah. Um, and the hundred. So uh, there's also Sojourner Truth. Do you know who Sojourner Truth is? No, that sounds more familiar, but I don't know who it is. She was a born into slavery, but uh, fled a plantation owner after New York passed the law ending slavery and went on to become a preacher and orator regarded as one of the greatest advocates for human rights in the 19th century. She actually, that, Isabella was her original name. She changed her first name to Sojourner uh, because she said uh, the spirit called to her and she was to change her name to Sojourner. Interesting. Uh, Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, I, yeah, I know who that is. Okay, social reformer and women. Did, though. <laughs> she was social reformer and uh, women's suffrage movement leader. Cool. And then uh, I already mentioned this one, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. She was also a uh, a. Um, she was part of the people who. She was part of the group of individuals who was, had the first women's right convention in Seneca Falls, New York. Do any of the coins have... Oh, yeah, no, they do, because it's like Sacagawea. Well, uh, Susan B. Anthony was on a coin. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, so, yeah, coins do have Apparently, Yeah, so um, Sacagawea is on there, but uh, there's also one more. It's um, Alice Paul, and okay. uh, she was the chief strategist for a vocal and confrontational wing of the women's suffrage movement that led to the passage and ratification of the 19th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which gave the right uh, women the right to vote. Um, so those are the five women that are going to be on the back of the bill. Uh, right. appar apparently, it's been something like I, some ridiculous amount of time, like 100 years or something since a woman has been on the currency. And I don't even know... Wait, what about the Sacagawea one? That was not 100 years ago. On a bill. On a, oh, on a bill. bill. Yeah. Yeah, on a bill. So um, it's interesting to think here and um, that the women were not allowed to vote in this country. I know, that is crazy. I mean, like, a bunch of stuff is crazy that people did before. <laughs> no, think about this. Like, less than 100 years ago, women yeah. weren't, even al weren't allowed to vote in this country. That is insane to think about. I know, about. that's crazy. Yeah. Um, also, that so, we didn't have refrigerators <laughs> or electricity or airplanes. 
Yeah, I know, right? So uh, no need to go into the why technology is so amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, this weekend, Fresher, if you feel like going to a national park, oh, it, yeah. is nat- it is National Park Week, and they will be waiving all of their fees. I just found that out, like, um, after we were discussing parks at work, and then, like, it just came up, like, oh, it's National Park Day or week or whatever. Because I was uh, making a plan to go to every single one of the state parks in Washington State, which I'm going to do. I haven't started yet. But I need to figure out some criteria for, like, what I need to do when I'm at the parks. Like, take a picture, a specific picture by the park sign, maybe. Or, like, you know, some sort of, like, thing that can be documented. I haven't decided what it'll be yet. Can you check in on uh, whatever the hell? On Swarm, I could do that, too. I mean, I will do that, but I mean, I want to have like some sort of separate thing so that I can put on my spreadsheet. This is my plan. Well, yeah, you should do that. As a matter of fact, I I advocate for you to do that, actually. But national parks, though, free. Free. So yeah, go out to the national national parks. Um, so I, I actually wanted to pose a question to you. So someone, I don't want to mention any names, told me about a story about a Los Angeles Lakers basketball player. Okay? Yeah. And um, I don't know these people. Um, so I'm actually going to look them up right now. LA Ooh, Los Lakers. Angeles Lakers? Yeah. And uh, there's a, oh, what's her name? It's a rapper. Female rapper. Uh, I don't Spikes. know. Um, oh, yeah, Iggy Azalea. Okay. Oh, Iggy Azalea, yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you the story, and you tell me how messed up this is. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll give you a messed up rating. <laughs> okay. So apparently Iggy Azalea is, is married or going to be is uh, engaged to the player Nick Young, who's a um, L.A. Lakers star. Yeah. Okay. And a rookie, and I don't know the rookie's name, so they were like, I guess they've been on and off, on and on, on and off, whatever. They've just been kind of like back and forth. And So he had a conversation, this rookie had a conversation, like a video conversation with the this this Nick guy, whatever his yeah, name Yeah, with is. the guy, yeah. And essentially he somehow fessed up to cheating on yeah. Amy Zelia in the video where I guess he recorded this conversation. He then took the conversation and put it online. What? Yeah. So, and then, so they broke up. Over the video? Yeah, because they, they I guess he'd been, she, they've been on and again, off again, because there's been rumors swirling that he's been cheating on them. On and her. then he like admitted it on the video. And then the guy released it. So, so how messed up is it? Yeah, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how douchey... Well, first off, we know this Nick guy clearly cheats on his girlfriend, so like, I'm not even going to get into that, that factor of being kind of slimy. I mean, he's an NBA basketball player. I think if, you, if you're a woman and you're going to marry an NBA basketball player... I know, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just like in the cards that they're going to cheat on you. Yeah, I know. Um, that's, I think that's the, what, how the case... <laughs> but I believe it's an unspoken rule that you don't talk about it Right to them. Well, but yeah, how, how mess- then, like, it was a video. Right, right. So then they took this guy took the video, posted it online. 
is it wrong that this guy took the video and posted it online? Yes. I think that's that's messed up. I mean, like, the whole thing is messed up, whatever rich people, our famous people relationships. But I feel like famous people relationships, cheating is, like, different than regular cheating. I mean, like, they're famous people, and it's a basketball player. I mean, like, why, like, was this guy posting the video to, like, protect, like, uh, Iggy Azalea? Because I think it was just, like, to be like, oh, shit, I can, can get a bunch of traffic because I have some inside stuff, and he's going to get in trouble. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he, I think, I don't know, was he, like, white knight in it or something like that? I'm no. not really sure. It's, yeah, like, like you're saying, like, and if it's someone that he's telling, he's not, like, confessing like about it like he's like you know it's probably just like guys saying like oh man that's cool like you know, I, I don't know what it is, right that's that's how guys talk right exactly well it was in a lot it was so it was in a locker room and i think that is pretty much the definition of locker room talk yeah i know right yeah and why so, are they having a video chat to like record in a locker room I, I, I it wasn't video chat he just had his camera on he was like talking to him with his camera on Oh really? This was like, yeah. full, like it wasn't even hidden. Oh, I have no idea. I didn't watch the video. I don't. I don't know the full circumstances of the video. But oh, yeah. I do know this: they're back together, Iggy and Nick. Makes sense. Makes sense. They're back together. But I'm thinking, like, what a douchebag! Like, um, the cheating guy. Yeah, the cheat. No, no, the guy who took the video and and apparently, yeah, yeah. He, I know. I think so too. Apparently, he's a rookie or whatever, and no one on the team will talk to him anymore. Yeah, do the, the oh yeah, I forgot he's also on the team. Yeah, a rookie like he's a thing. Like only he's nineteen. He left college after one year. Yeah, like why? What would be his motive for doing that? Like that's just dumb on his part. Like it's pretty yeah, much just I don't pretend, know. yeah. Yeah, well, it worked. Whatever it worked, <laughs> it worked in such a way that I don't know, but I know that I know the story. Um. <laughs> I, think I want to close on this story. Did you see this story on um, uh, the e the the I, I don't know if it's the UK. They had like an online um, competition. Oh yeah, the competition for the boat name for the research ship, and the, the winner yeah. was boat RSS Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that, and it won, but they don't know if they want to use the name. Yeah, they um. He's, he said that they're they're likely not going to use the name, but they're pretty upset about it. Yeah, um, yeah and it's a good name, dude. Buddy McBoatface? It's a good name, Buddy McBoatface. Actually, second place, I believe, was... Oh, no, fifth place. Uh, the person who is saying that it's not going to work uh, voted for the RSS, RRS David Attenborough, which came in fifth. That's dumb. <laughs> Buddy uh, McBoatface is way better than David... At and face or whatever. I feel like um, uh, Air, uh, Irish airline. I think it's Aer Lingus or whatever. Yeah. Um, they put a. They renamed one of their planes uh, Planey McPlane Face. They did. <laughs> yeah, they put it on the plane, Planey McPlane Face. That's really good. That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> um. I did. Do you have see any other? Uh, oh, 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 here, wait, I do see it. Oh, um, here are the five suggestions, the top fives. Um, Bodie McBoatface was number one. Poppy May, which I don't even know what that is. Poppy May, M-A-I, maybe that's my, Poppy My. Not sure what that is. Henry Worsley was number three. 
Yeah. Number number four was RS. RRS, it's bloody cold here. And number yeah. five, uh, RRS, David Attenborough. Uh, that's pretty funny, though. Yeah, the first one, like, won by so much. Way better. Oh, I think you're, like, paused? No. Oh, yeah, I was slow. just reading the article. I was no, I mean, here. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the correction of this article, and now I'm trying to find out what... The, where they made this mistake because it says here this article was mended on September 18th. I'm sorry, April 17th. Fred Durst is the lead singer of Limp Biscuit, not Lincoln I mean, when Park. Are they talking about Limp Biscuit? <laughs> that exactly. That's why I would. I was like, what? Why are they talking about Fred Durst? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's not even on here. So I like, where they never talked about it ever at all. Like, I don't know. Um, so, uh, hey, uh, Fresher, did you know we're part of a uh, podcast network? Ooh, I've heard things. Yeah, it's uh, a soon-to-be-named soon network. Soon-to-be-named network? Oh, man. I'm definitely going to screw this up because I haven't done it in so long. Um, but apparently, there's a couple new shows. There's uh, The Prime Defective which is an episode companion, an episodic companion to watching Star Trek The Next Generation. That's pretty good. I like that. Wait, so is Next Generation on one of the services? It's on Netflix. Because we were going to do the one where we should have done Next Generation. Well, it's, uh, you guys are already doing it. Uh, it's way it's better. actually Brian and Jared from... Um, there's probably five or six other podcasts that are doing the exact same thing. I know, yeah, I would think yeah. so. That's like pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty good idea. Um, there's also uh, oh, I can't remember it, but it's a, it's it's about atheists. There's an we have an atheist pod, atheist podcast on the network really? now. What? Yeah, I just read up yeah. about atheists. Yeah, it's about being not. How is that even like, a whole podcast? It doesn't sound very interesting. Uh, <laughs> but listen to it because it's a good podcast. <laughs> Network. Uh, it's um, apparently I'm trying to find the name of it here so I get it right. It's called. Um, oh, I can't even find it. I can't even find it. Jeez. Oh, oh it's called. Oh, here it's called Profane Arguments, and effectively they just talk about how religion affects uh, politics and society in a negative way. That's oh, the yeah. main gist of it. I mean, that's uh, like an episode, but not a whole series. Who does that one? Uh, so it's, um, ooh, it actually has the first female on the uh, on our network. Oh, yeah, who is it? I don't know her name. I've never met her. But it's, uh, it's a combination of Jared from uh, Prodigal Sons Podcast, um, uh, Ian and Raymond from The Puzzle Warriors 3, yeah, and yeah. then... Um, and then a, and a female, and I don't know the female's name. So I'm sorry. I'll get that next time. Um, and then we have uh, Prodigal Sons podcast, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, and uh, Podvocacy. So check those all out. As a matter of fact, if you just go to soon-to-be-named-network.com, you can find posts there, including us. Yeah, um, we're at com though. Yeah, it's true. You can find us at... I'm actually... It's pretty crazy, like, how many... How many 
podcasts are in our network right now. Like you could you could literally just go to soon to be named network and just listen to nonstop <laughs> um, podcasts. Podcasts, yeah. So um, we even have like everywhere you look podcast, which is the um, what's that? Which I guess, uh, it's well, that's the the uh, Full House podcast. I guess um, Leonard's wife uh, did a did a guest spot on that one. So <laughs> the Full House podcast, everywhere you look. Anyway, um, yeah, so check it out. It's worth it. And uh, I don't think I have anything else I need to add. Do you have anything else you want to add? I was gonna, I'm going to close with Purple Rain, I think. You yeah, uh, I'm probably good. I feel like I didn't even add anything this whole show, but I guess I kind of did, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm offering you time right now. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not the lack of possibility but anyways no you were so busy with 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 japan you don't even know like you're just so i know busy. i don't even know what i did there either <laughs> <laughs> it was I, sunny I, I mean in seattle that I, was I love the picture of um, of you in the bacon food stuff i love that freaking video oh yeah it was like chocolate yeah it was pretty good i should post that yeah, that was super good. I'm trying to like get this video to load up here. So, why don't you? Uh, do you have anything? Just close out some stuff here while I try to get this. Uh, uh, I, let me try to remember what I was going to talk about. Oh, we didn't do review roulette today. We didn't mention that. But next uh, next episode, whenever that may be, possibly next week, possibly the week after, our movie was uh, Radio. Pro, uh, did I even write this right originally? Radio something. Radio Albumo. Radio Free Album. Yeah, I wrote it wrong. That's what it was. <laughs> On our notes. But, yeah, I didn't watch it yet, but you should watch it with us. Yeah, I'm t- man, this is like, I think I might be getting an Arsenio video up here or something. Hold on. Let me see if this can work. Oh, maybe we may not, we may not be able to do this. And, um, it's possible. I don't know how they'd be that on top of it. Since we started the episode, yeah, I don't know. It would be pretty, pretty crazy. I should have left it in there, but it, it like was playing without the audio. Yeah, I'm trying to get it to work here. Well, we may not be able to disappointing. I was looking forward to ending the. Uh... I know that was the whole thing. It worked when we uh, rehearsal when we did it. <laughs> oh, I know. I wonder if it's like YouTube just being like, "Oh, you're on air" or something, and can't do it or something. I don't oh, know. Kind of got like preloaded. I'm gonna try it one more time. Let me try it one more time here. Work. No. This is like I didn't want to use. It. Still working. This is like the worst show ever. It Not ever. I mean, episode one was down there. <laughs> I can't get it to work, so I guess we're gonna have to sign it off. I'm a little disappointed. Um, but anyway, we'll, next time, next time we'll we'll open the show with that. Totes. Right. Okay, so uh, this is Parlance saying uh, sayonara, muchachos. And this is Fresher saying, later, taters. <laughs>